Welcome to Kafaru Cast. I'm your co-host today, Mike, with Make Hunting Great Again, and excited to sit down with Aaron and shoot the shit. Mm-hmm. This has taken a little while, and uh, I, as many people as uh, I had saying, get, I was surprised at how many people I've had requests to get you on the podcast. I wasn't surprised people requested it. I was surprised the amount of people. Rec- I mean, I'm not f- shitting you. I mean, several hundred in the last few months to get you on here. <laughs> And I'm like, all right, well, we had TSD on last week. Might as well knock them out. We'll do copper-plated sixes next, and we'll get the big three. Yeah, I, I feel like CP6 will probably be the most well-spoken of, of everybody just because he's got that background. And, and I mean, I think I think everybody, like, we have probably a lot of, like, guys that follow the page and follow your page, so the crossover is good. Yeah, I don't get hated on too much on your page. I'm pretty happy about that. Well, so far, I mean... You're wearing a lot of Sika, so we'll see. It's all, you know, time will tell. But I know, but even that doesn't bug me. You know what I mean? Like, if right. you if you made a meme of me wearing peas and carrots, I'm in touch with my manhood. I don't give a shit. I I was like, yeah, that's pretty funny, because I don't. I'm not really the camo pattern guy. I don't really, you know, it is what it is. I'm more of a the material, whatever you know, with what I do. But yeah, you go fucking ham on Sitka. It's bad. I uh. What? Why do you go ham on Sitka? Oh, this is a first question. Did Sitka put you up to having me on this podcast? Is no, no. Uh-uh. no they think, some of those guys think you're pretty funny. I mean, occasionally they're like, tell that fucking dickhead to take that down. No, they don't tell me that. But um, <laughs> What is uh, it? It's just so do- – their their content is just so douchey. And, um, and uh, like, not all of it, don't get me wrong, and I know there's some great people that probably wear it and post, but it's like – if you have a problem with gripping grins and showing that aspect of a hunt and it's more about like, I think somebody did like a how to win the diverge contest photo shoot. And like one guy took a picture of his rattling antlers and one and he's like, and obviously like I'm biased because he's a douchebag from Nebraska and like, you know, everyone hates Nebraska in the Midwest anyway. So that's probably part of it, but just our blue camo and we can get into that if you want. I don't, I mean, I know you've hunted whitetails before, so you know how bad blue is for hunting whitetails, but, um, I think it just started as a joke and like, it's not something you ever see where I'm at. Like nobody has Sitka gear. And, um, like the first stuff that I ever saw was their early whitetail stuff. And it was super loud. And like to the point where I had a buddy hunting with me in a tree stand and I was like, dude, you have to get out. Cause every time you move, it sounds like you're opening a bag of chips you know what I mean? And I know they've probably come a long way since then. I know they tried to reinvent fleece technology. So it started with that. And then it just, it's an easy trigger, you know, like it's just one of those where I know that I'm going to get backlash. And it's going to be a pretty good interaction in the comments. I kind of, I kind of figured that was it for the most part, because I mean, like in reality, they make really good stuff and then their white tail stuff. I'm not overly thrilled with the, the pattern, but it does keep you pretty freaking warm and, and it is quiet. Uh, the stuff they have now, I just, I'm a very loyal dude to, to friends. And, and I posted that before, like, like when everybody I did, I had Bomar on and you amongst many others did not like that, but I'm like, Hey, look, I'm, I'm friends with copper plated sixes, make hunting great again. And Bomar, I'm not going to ditch any of them because someone asks me to. And I'm super tight with Barklow and Jay over at Sitka. I, I love the material. And, and so I'm like, of course, I'm going to keep using. I use other stuff, too. I'm pretty like Swazi's another one. Uh, Davey. I mean, I mean, Snyder, I'm not trying to call you out, but you've been pushing Sitka pretty hard. I mean, I'm, I'm just throwing that out there. And I listen to I listen to your podcast with uh, Barklow and I'm like, fuck, he kind of sounds like a good guy. Like, maybe I should ease up. And then I was like, no, I can't. I'm committed. 
you know, I'm dug in on hating Sitka now. So, you know, you can't, can't back down. Yeah. Now it's like, well, fuck it. it like so people like even just ra- random people be like, well, I'll send you this and not Sitka affiliated people whatsoever. So you could try it out. I'm like, no, I'll never wear it. Like I'm just dug in and I'm, I'm stubborn and I'm a dickhead like that. Like it's just going to be a thing that's always going to get brought up. And, and um, the best is when they're like, well, you just don't like it. So you, cause you can't afford it. And I'm like, I spend more money on Grizzly Wintergreen a month than I would on a, a jacket they make at full retail. You know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not a financial thing. It's more of a, now I'm dug in, but also it's just, and, and I think from what I'm hearing, did they bring some new people back or they're not as, uh, they didn't even go to the ATA, which is big, but maybe they just got tired of footing the bill for um, big parties and plan B pills. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know exactly as far as uh, the direction of the, the company. I, I do know for, Many years, I stayed far away from them just because of a couple certain individuals. And, you know, Barklow and I became super, you know, close friends. And, I, you know, I, I, I respect the shit out of him and Jay. And I do. You can't deny the clothing's good. Like, it's really good clothing. Now, are there other, There's you know, there's other companies. I get that. But let's, um, like, there's, there's other camo companies that are getting promoted nowadays that are far worse than Sitka for the grip and grin and whoever owns them may be anti two a now and <laughs> everything else. So I'm like, eh, it, yeah, bad Sitka's one. not even number one on the list anymore. It's no, like, yeah, yeah if, they're, they're down if there. The, yeah. If the company, and I really hope people will know who we're talking about. Cause if we open that can of worms, it's going to be, you're going to get hate mail and I'll get it. And I like it. I know you don't, but I get um, tired of it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> But it's like, yeah, the end product is going back to a company that owns, you know, the the parent company that's funding anti-Second Amendment, you know, and I'm not even like an NRA gun beater, you know what I mean? Like, I have an AR to shoot coyotes with, but I'm not like, it's not tricked out. You know, I don't have a silencer and a, and a thermal on it, and, and I'm not, I have like six guns, you know what I mean? I'm not even that guy that it's going to be, but, but essentially, I mean... And you're not a gun guy either. You know what I mean? Like, I know you're not, you don't hate them, but it's not something to use. But, uh, like, the amount of money that we get as hunters, that, that's fun. And the, all the stuff we have that's funded by gun sales and ammo. And they'll, you know how those gun guys are. Like, you know, zombie apocalypse, we better have 7,000 rounds of ammo in our, you know what I mean? That all adds up. So, yeah. 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 And I'm not, I'm not a gun guy, but I certainly like the idea I can go buy one whenever I want. I mean, I just bought my wife two. Um, Hopefully she doesn't use those on me, but yeah. I'm it, surprised. I'm surprised you passed the mental health check. To be honest, I, I like. know, right? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> uh, let's not give one to this guy. <laughs> you can go over there and get a BB gun. But uh, yeah, I think people that dive into some of your arguments, I'm like, man, he baited your ass in immediately. Like you fell for that one because, like, if if I talk about this with TSD, like if they talk, make fun of bow hunters guiding a bow hunter. I'm not going to dive into that because there's a lot of validity to what they're saying, right? Like, you know, bow hunters are our own worst enemy at times, meaning, you know, as far as having your shit dialed in when you get there and on and on and on. And so, but a lot of it is like, why are you, why you've just, he's won. You just hopped on there. Like that, that now my, you know, big Mike has won. Like you have stooped to his level and now you're arguing, which is exactly what he wanted. So, like, when you do the peas and carrots joke about the most, like, when you send me memes and shit, I just usually fire back, <laughs> LOL. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm not going <laughs> to. Yeah, I'm not going to dive into that. And that's half the battle. And, like, 
some people would be like, oh, you just want to argue with stuff. I'm like, some of it is just like, this is going to sound bad, but even like coaching, like high school football, I used to run scout team, and it would be like, no matter what, we'd always get a first, first down, you know, just to fuck with the starting defense, you know? And like, just, it's like a mental thing. Like, it's like toughen up. Like, I'm not, you know what I mean? Because you've been in camps where, or in, like I know you were talking about uh, with one of your guys, um, like the 3D shoots where you try to get in each other's heads. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like oh, yeah. fuck with each other. And it's more of like that battle. It's like if I can draw you in and you're commenting nonstop, like I beat you and hopefully we're both going to learn from this. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, I get it. And everyone knows that knows anything about you and I. I, I get along well with like Josh Bomar. And I'm pretty sure he he would kill you if he had the chance. Like you could try ham on those guys. And I mean, I don't. I think people couldn't understand, like, I saw people even post, like, you know, about, well, Aaron likes Josh, what are you going to do about that? Like, people trying to stir up shit, and it's like, look, I mean, you can do whatever you want, but I'm like, I and I've told Josh this, I'm like, you know, look, dude, I'm not going to unfriend anyone because someone else doesn't like him. I mean, they're going to have to do me wrong in some way, shape, form, or fashion. I get along really well with Josh. I don't know Sarah that well, but I got to say there were some lines crossed with memes with his wife. Like I was like, oh, you guys fucking went way too low on that one. And I'm not sure if that was your page or not. It was probably TSD. I'll blame it on them. No, I'm kidding. I probably there's been a few. But in that, like, here's the thing is like a lot of those people, like I know, like me and you have chatted before, like we get along and I know like there's a few that I'll know like personally, you know, or like have talked to you. But I don't like I said. For the most part, I am basing 100% of those on social media posts. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, probably go hard on Bomars because they do some really stupid shit on their social media. And, I mean, this is my opinion. So, Josh or Sarah, like, you live in Iowa. I'm not hard to find. Come to my house. We can fight if you want. You know what I mean? But, uh, I mean, I'm a large man. It's it's not weight room strength. So, take that, Josh. But, uh <laughs> You're going to get <laughs> fucked up. That big fucker is going to come on your front door and conk you in the head. I have, You have to, if that happens, hopefully somebody records it. We'll see if the big Neanderthal ginger wins or uh, what would he be, Atlas? I I mean, I feel like he is the perfect, like, um, Nazi. Like, that's what that's what Hitler was going for when, when he was trying to breed the perfect soldier is what Josh is. He is one non, defined non, man. Yeah, <laughs> in a non in a non Nazi promoting way type thing. You know, like that perfect race. It's like if you could just breed him and like have athletes. Like he'd be. You know what I mean? Like he's your classic. Um, you know, American male. Like that's. You know what I mean? And like, like the GI Joe. Yeah, 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 yeah. And take. So I gave him a compliment. So maybe he'll get off my ass a little bit. But um. Uh, well, it's not just you, not that I'm trying to deflect no, off of you. I was surprised how many, I'm like, everything I know about Josh is good on my end. Like, yeah, okay, they, they post shit online, but as far as like, if a good dude is a good dude, that's all I care about, right? I mean, I don't, with when meaning like, obviously there's a lot of people that don't like you. I get along with you just fine. I have no reason not to, but there's people that have never met him, don't know him, or like, that guy's a fucking douche, and I'm like, really? When did you meet him? I've never met him. And I'm like, well, you got to give the guy like a benefit of the doubt. Like, how do you know he's a total douche? And that's kind of how society works nowadays, though. So, I, I mean, I guess I get it. And some of it, and, and I, like, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm not going to say anything good about Sarah. She drives me nuts. But um, I hope some of it is just, 
you may have to edit this out, but I hope some of it is just content and shit that she's pushing on his page. And so it's not that bad, but I did see him have a buddy dump a bucket of water on him while he was shooting a bow. That's, and I mean, that's, that's Joel Turner. On. That now I will, and that's Joel Turner all day long. That's his deal. The, the stay paying attention. So like in Joel's classes, he's flicking your ear, thumping your head, throwing shit at you to stay focused. So, I, I take it standing back like that was nothing new to me because I know Joel's classes. But, again, I'm probably biased because I get along well with Josh. Um, I will say he is kind of an alpha or a wolf, um, meaning, you know, he's he's a type A. He's fit. He's very overbearing. I think that scares the shit out of people, too. Not not I'm not saying it scares you. I think that does intimidate people, his mentality, where I like hanging out with guys that are more dominant or what you know what i mean guys will tell you to fuck off quick i like hanging out with guys like that i think it intimidates some people because he is pretty in your face you know what i mean like i from what i've seen sutter you might have to say no homo after that comment well I, no <laughs> homo I, I you know trying to like dissect it not not that i'm a, but I, yeah there's fucking ton of people that don't like me for and i've never never met me and i you know i gotta chalk it up to the way i am as a person obviously if they don't know me but I mean, I get along great with you, and I think most people would, but from face value, you're a fucking dick. And then I'm like, oh, this guy's funnier than hell. <laughs> to be fair, in real life, I'm kind of a dickhead, but I'm also the same, like, I don't want to say I'm the same guy that I am on the page in real life, and I hope that's the case for a lot of the people that are on, you know, like, on the page and stuff. But it's like, in my, it's like if you would have posted that picture sitting in the rain shirtless, uh, shooting a bow or someone dumped a bucket of water on your head, all of your friends would have called you a douchebag. Am I right? Like, not like, be like, dude, that's kind of douchey, Snyder. You know, like. Yeah, uh, yeah without a doubt. Yeah, no, yeah, they would have. Like, I, some of this, like, this is just a general overview. It's just like, do these people not have, like, friends in place? They'd be like, dude, that's really douchey. You know what I mean? Like, well, I, you know. It's to the point now where when I think about doing like some kind of a tech tip on working out because people ask me what my workout is, I'm I am I am afraid of very few things in life. Posting a gym video is one of them. I'm like my the shit I will get fired down the pipe if I post some workout video of me doing chin ups. It's just not worth it. I'll just tell the story. I'm not taking a picture. Every now and then, maybe once every few weeks, I'll take a photo of the weights laying on the ground and be like, this sucks at 4 a.m. or whatever. I try to stay away from anything that's going to get my head superimposed on Cam's body or Cam's head on my body or something, right? So I stay away from the gym shit. <laughs> yeah, and and let's be honest, the gym shit is so oversaturated online that if people need to know a workout, it's not that. Let's let's be honest, it's not that hard to find a workout online. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, like especially with you guys, like I and like you know I follow your guys' stuff. It's like a lot of it is like, hey the best way to get in shape for the mountain is to walk up mountains. You know what I mean? Like with a pack on to get you, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm sure there's other stuff too, but for the most part, 80% of your problem, you know, or for fat kids like me from the Midwest that don't see mountains, it's just not having that weight on your shoulders, walking up hill for an extended period of time. You know, Yeah. there was actually a, uh, some kind of a fitness, uh, I don't know what you call it, not cult group, whatever, a North of North of us, who they did like a podcast and a video that they, I don't think they mentioned my name, but it was pretty much anti Aaron Snyder, you know, backpack cardio is not enough. And it's like, really? 
Well, I'd beg to differ. Like, I think, <laughs> will it help doing other shit? Of course. But if a guy only has time every day to work out for 30 to 45 minutes, I would say four to five days a week, he's a hell of a lot better off throwing a 40-pound pack on and hiking around than he is trying to make his boobies look bigger. Like, it's just how it is. You're not doing fucking push-ups when you're hunting. Now, I'm not going to – oh, is that – was that Oxycontin? Um, no. Grizzly. Grizzly. <laughs> um, when, uh, you know, and, and just trying to get people to the realism of, hey, if you can do other stuff, that's great. I have no, I go to the gym, you know, once, twice a day. I got a gym at my house. So I, I'm a fitness guy, but I don't cram it down people's throats because I'm also a fat fucker that'll eat an entire thing of peanut butter. So I try to keep things in reality, I guess, and looking like, Josh Bomar or someone else is is not in reality, but anything you can do to get, you know, in more shape. Like, you can't deny, I got to imagine, you went out west this year, it wouldn't have hurt you to be in better shape. Oh, and and here, we'll t- we can talk about this, because uh, I, I've been out west once, so I'm pretty much an expert on it now. <laughs> um, but uh, the the biggest, I was, I, I'm like 6'6", I was probably 308 pounds when I went out west, and... The second to last day, uh, we were crossing the creek, and I was jumping off a brush pile in the in the creek, or I don't know what you guys call them out west. You got new names for everything, but uh, and I jumped and landed on a rock and rolled my ankle, and like, and I taped it up with that Luco tape shit, and it blew up. Like, I did I send you a picture of my ankle? It was huge. You just told me and, about it. Yeah, and I was like, literally driving back, like when we were done with the hunt, and I hiked on it. I think I still ended up getting like. 10 miles that day and 10 miles the next day. So, and it, which I know a lot of people are like, well, if you're not going 15 miles, you're not a Western hunter. Well, fuck you. Cause that's a lot for me. But, uh, <laughs> you know, like that 10 miles is a long ways. And I don't give a shit who you are. You know what I mean? No, I and, agree. Uh, Most people lie like 10 miles a long way. There's no way around it. Right. And so, and I was driving back and I was like, shit, only fat kids roll their ankles. Like you don't see skinny people with ankle braces on. It's always obese people. So I was like, shit, I need to lose some weight, you know? So like, and for me, like I was big and like, like you said, there's no way to, to prepare for it being from the Midwest other than covering miles. But the thing that fucked me the most probably, and I don't know if we can, if we can say fuck, you guys can edit that out later, but, uh, Oh, it gets dropped it was, a lot on here. Was, was the elevation. It was like breathing through a str- you know what I mean? Like it was like, okay, well my leg, for some reason my legs aren't tired, but I have no breath right now. You know what I mean? Like that's what killed me the most. And I'm not like, I was walk. I mean, I'm not, I'm a large man, but I'm not like, it's not all beer belly and man tits. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And so, um, so yeah, I did like 100%. Like if you're not, I wouldn't recommend carrying extra weight, whether it's in your pack or on your gut or hit, you know what I mean? So yeah, 100% with you there. Like it's a, it's completely different than what we do here. You know what I mean? Like I need to keep that winter weight so I don't get cold in the tree stand. So I don't need to have to buy Sitka. You know, <laughs> oh shit, oh lord. <laughs> you know, well on on the that note as far not the Sitka note, but like uh, just gear and timeline and you know I don't I get a kick out of um we'll we'll rewind to turkey season. We were in like super super early Nebraska turkey season. The birds are super flocked up, so kind of like geese. I've always had better luck. So had Jake at that time of putting as many decoys as he out as he can. Otherwise they really don't give a shit about one or two. So we packed in like eight or nine decoys each, or maybe five or six, whatever it was, we had packs full and I took a photo of it. Oh my God. I was so surprised 
And how many people were like, all I need is one hen and a slate call and I can kill anything. I'm like, well, that makes one of us. Uh, okay. I, you know, I'm like, I don't know what to say. So we had like uh, tons of people giving us advice. And then we had guys that are actually living in Nebraska. were like, yeah, dude, that's the only way to do it. My point to this is, is where I really get a kick out of some of the things which end up on your page a lot is the, the falsity of what somebody, somebody is doing and changing it drastically into something totally different, meaning making something epic that certainly was not. Like if you shoot a, a deer out this off the side of the road on the way to the trailhead, nothing wrong with that story. Tell that one. And you get a lot of people kind of falsifying what they're doing or making it sound quite a bit more grand than, you know, than it is. Like I could sit here and say, you know, we could get robbed at any time. I need to get, you know, some kind of a security system. We're in the hood. The you know, the crime rate is 37% here. Or I could be like, whatever, right? It's a daily job. That will get the, that will generally get people on your page, I'm assuming. Right. Like, and I think we'll leave that name out of it. But, um, but like, like you said, like everyone is like, it's like these people have created their own narrative and like, you know, how like film their own reality TV show where like, instead of just saying, Hey, we're with this outfitter and they drove us to the vantage point and UTV and we walked in on a herd of elk. Um, and, and had success. It's like, oh, well, it was a seven day hunt. And, um, you know, they post a picture by the campfire after the hunt, but, but in all reality, the road is a hundred yards behind them. You know what I mean? Like there's just a campfire ring that's been in like six magazines already because everybody's doing the same shit, you know, like everyone's chasing that. What, you know, what kind of epic hunt or, um, adventure, it, like it sounds gay, but like adventure hunt or, Everyone's trying to outdo instead of just telling the real story of what the hunt was like. Like, yeah, like you said, like, like I live across the road from like least ground here. If a buck crosses the road on the ground, I can hunt. I'm going to shoot it. And I'm not going to like, do I have any history with that deer? No. Did I do any work? No. You know what I mean? But I'm still going to tell you the story. Oh, hey, well, guess what? He walked into my front yard and like I shot it. You know what I mean? As opposed to like, well, I put into, I put in, you know, how many days preseason scouting for this deer and and I had to sit so many times it's like just tell the truth you know what I mean like like you said like that's gonna show up okay you know like even that one chick I think I posted on there who tried to report the page but it was a Texas high fence deer it's like we'll spend three months scouting this deer it's like would you just walk up to the edge of the fence and feed it corn you know what I mean like yeah it's such bull like and you probably see a lot more like because you I'm not super familiar with western hunting let's be honest you know like and I've been open about that. Like, it's not my thing. Like, I don't know shit about it. It looks like fun. But um, you probably see it a lot more where you're like, well, there's no way that fucking story is true. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I and I talked to Chris Rowe. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He's a funny dude. He was in here on Sunday for like three and a half hours. And we talked a lot about there's certain people in the industry that what you get is baked in the cake. He used me as an example. I haven't changed in years and you're going to get what you're going to get. So you kind of know, like, cause I was telling him, I was like, dude, there's like, there's like zero hate mail. And they're like, well, people have learned it's baked in the cake. They're either going to love you or they're not. And there's other people in the street where like, I don't know how you feel about like Lee and Tiffany. I, I get along. I, I think they're pretty cool guys, uh, guys and gals. So, but what you get with them is baked in the cake. There's a lot of promotion of products and a lot of other shit they have to do. But you know that getting on there. Levi's the same way. You know what you're getting with Levi. And then there's other people that kind of come out of the blue, and and some of them, the cake's not baked, 
and they're trying to throw ingredients in that that they just don't have. And I don't know if I'm explaining this very well, but if you're trying to make yourself into a chocolate cake and all you have is vanilla dressing, in the middle, someone's going to figure out you're lying, generally. And there's three or four right now that are pretty bad. And when I say lying, meaning if you've only killed five or six animals, if you just stick with that, you're good. No one's going to give you shit about being honest, say I'm green. I mean, they might give you shit about it, but you are what you are. But there is a lot of guys that kind of fake the funk, and a lot of the pages, yours including the others, call those guys out. Some people have a following when you call them out. I think, who's the worst guy on your page? I think it's Combat Rock. Does he chime in on everything? Oh, only if it's about only if it's about Mountain Ops or BHA. And he's, yeah, the, that guy. But he, I, and, and whether he'll admit it to himself or not, I think he just loves the argument more than he loves anything else. But yeah, he'll try, he'll, he'll get real chirpy about, yeah. But I think, he, I, like, I, and we, we don't need to open the Mormon can of worms today. But, uh, I think he's Mormon, so he gets defensive of the Mountain Ops guys. And then um, the BHA is just that Kool Aid they all drink. You know what I mean? Like, and, and just to circle back, like Lee and Tiffany and Levi and um, and you and, and a lot of other guys were also people that paid your dues to get where you're at. You know what I mean? You're not a flat. You, you were you were doing shit before Instagram was popular. And Lee and Tiffany are in Iowa. And the only knock I have against Lee and Tiffany is just they brought a lot of more people to Iowa. But they shoot big deer. And people are going to be like, well, they have all this ground. Well, yeah, like – that's the goal in Iowa is to accumulate as much ground as you can. You know what I mean? And it's like, but they're also, I think, and not to, because we're talking about two people that are sponsored by Mountain Ops, and I think it's pretty obvious how I feel about Mountain Ops. And TSD is going to be like, well, you were wearing a T-shirt one time six years ago. You know, I'm sure they're still sour about that. <laughs> we all learn from our mistakes. 100% make fun of me for that. You know what I mean? Like 100%. But, um, like, they're, they'll also show you, like Lee and Tiffy will pass deer that 99% of the people that hunt in Iowa would never pass because they're trying to get them to that age range. You know what I mean? And I think the one time Lee was Lee was hunting that, um, like a buck, and and I, I think I talked about this, but it's like he hunted 57 times, like 57 days in a tree stand or, or sits maybe morning and night before he shot that deer. Like you've hunted in a tree stand, how fucking boring would that be? Done fifty seven, you know, fifty seven different sits for one deer. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, it's horrible. I'd be pulling my damn hair out, and I don't have any hair, so maybe that's why. But uh, you got like a skullet, or is it just shaved you know, off? Do bad genetics. So I think I shaved my head back before it was popular, and so like people, <laughs> people thought I was a skinhead or a criminal as opposed to just a guy that was balding young. You know what I mean? Like, oh lord, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, it was dude. It was bad. Like in football practice. I could take off my helmet and I could wipe hair out. That's how bad I was balding. So it was, it was bad. It was probably creatine. I'll blame it on that. Oh, that's funny. Oh, uh, uh, well, I mean, I think that that um, kind of, you know, sums up a lot of if you've been where I talk about baked in the cake, if you've been doing it for quite a while, you, you know, I think Chris is, is right. You know, it's baked in the cake. You know what you're getting and you accept them or you don't and you move on. And and some of the newer guys and 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 i'll say you know whatever the biggest thing i get messages about gritty is like why didn't he stay on the path he was on he was great um 
you know, obviously I'm sure he gets stuff about hate mail about me or whatever. Right. But the the thing is, is, is like, Hey, he was a guy getting into hunting and had lots of questions and whatever. And then he kind of, and this is what people are telling me, you know, kind of tried to become this, this real fast, you know, expert or whatever. And I, you know, when it started, Brian had hunting experience. I mean, he, he had hunting experience, something he never hunted, but it was more of, um, he'll ask questions. He doesn't know I'll answer. Same with his other guests. Well, when you look at like the amount of podcasts that were out when, when like gritty started, there was probably seven hunting podcasts. How many mm-hmm. do you think there are now? I, I don't a lot. Yeah, hundreds. Yeah. Okay. Well, if they're on there to entertain, you know, that's cool. But, you know, we're talking about Jay Scott. Um, he's totally different from me. He is a very informational podcast, right? I mean, you're, you're getting on there for a specific reason. It's not to be entertained. It's to learn. Our podcast, a little bit of both, and, and we, you know, but then you go to another podcast, the credentials of what those people have, you know, may not be out there. And there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of faking that goes along with that. So two things on that. I think when I listen to podcasts, like if I if I'm going to continue listening to them, you have guys that have people on podcasts to learn from them and and to have conversations, and you have other guys that ask questions so then they can respond to the questions. Does that make you know what I mean? I say you know what I mean a thousand times, but uh, but you can tell that who's trying to drive their own narrative, and I think some of this stuff is people, especially nowadays, like. When you guys started, it was send in articles, test gear, you know what I mean, et cetera. And so you were constantly, you know, working to get to where you're at now. Like, because you started out writing, correct? I, I believe. But yeah, and, and, and uh, uh, forums, forums and, and yeah, writing. and forums. And stuff. Yeah. And, and, and now with, with the podcast and social media, so many people are skyrocketing because they're not either A, it's an ego thing or they're not okay being number two. And no offense, I talk shit about Brian, so I'll just – it's like Brian's not a number one guy. He doesn't have the personality. Like, it worked – Gritty worked because, A, the timing of when you guys did it, and, B, because it was like, okay, we have Brian who's, who's a novice. He, like, he's going to ask questions about we're going elk hunting, et cetera, and, and Aaron's going to be like, okay, I have actual hunting experience. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've done, done it all before this podcast even started, and – it's easy for anybody that's ever hunted, maybe for first year hunters, Brian's great. And they're like, Oh man, or novices, but like people that, and I don't know shit about Western hunting, but I can tell from my thing that like, I'm not gonna, Brian's not a dude I'm going to learn from, you know what I mean? Like, and, and not just him, you know, like I think the girl that I had on missed a antelope hunting and shot 12 arrows and, um, hit multiple, I think more than one for sure. More than one antelope and just kept hunting and then i think she had to shoot the one that she killed twice at the end of time i'm like most outfitters if you draw blood you're done right like isn't that yeah that's true yeah and it's like and how is that person a voice in hunting you know what i mean like if you shoot 12 arrows at an antelope maybe it's time like maybe i'm not like with a compound especially and if that's your thing is to be an arrow like a bow hunter like maybe you need to step back and be like i'm not ready for this and have that honest conversation as opposed to well, I persevered. And I'm like, there's a difference between persevering because you're not getting on bulls or you're not getting close to animals and missing that many fucking times. You know what I mean? Like, you're not that good of a shot if you miss 12 times or have to shoot 12 arrows at antelope before you get one. I'm not speaking for you, but, you know, other, especially old timers or whatever in the industry is, 
back in the day to be valid, you, you had to, you had to have some credentials cause it, you know, no one's going to, if you're going to write an article, um, you know, they have to be able to, um, vet you, I guess, you know, like that's how you're going to get known. And, and on, uh, and forums were a little bit, you know, easier to get known, but you still had to post some, you know, animals on the ground to, or, or, or a lot of time backpacking, you know, if guys are going to listen to gear stuff or whatever, where now you can get, um, I don't know. I think outdoor alley has 200 and some thousand followers, maybe a hundred and you know, something I think she shot like a fork and horn and a grouse. And I think she gets paid to be an influencer and got paid, got paid to go to be the host of ATA this year, the archery trade association with a couple kills. Yeah. And, yeah, I, and that's and, crazy. And I, me, I, I, like I said, I don't know her, but it, most of her pictures are photo shoots that she reposts multiple times. And that's great. She's a decent looking chick. I get that as we put, but also stay in your lane. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of these people are like, oh, I'd rather have the attention in the, in not just females, you know this as well as I do, but like dudes would be like, they're not comfortable saying no. You know what I mean? Like maybe I'm not ready for this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I get it. And I, I don't, uh, if they're happy and they're having fun and they're doing something good for the, you know, outdoor community, I, I get it. It's when stuff gets faked where I get Twitter pated. But I, like with what you were just saying, I think that, um, People are catching on on a lot of stuff. I mean, it's pretty common sense. People are catching on. You can just tell, you know, as far as the promotion of paid sponsors or the promotion of self for, you know, 18 different views of one animal, you know, the validity of what they're saying. I think people are catching on to, you know, some of this shit's not valid. Sometimes you just get on a page because the chick's hot or the dude. I get it. Oh, right. We're still, yeah, we're still, yeah, we're still guys. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And and that's okay. And it's like, if she, like, and that just, her, we'll just use her as an example. If, if it's Outdoors Alley. If you want to do a page about the camping and living out of a trailer, et cetera, great. But that's also like, stay in your lane. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like you're a good looking chick who's selling t-shirts and that's cool. But are you a host? Are you a spokesman for archery? If you're not like, and not just like, if you're not an expert archer, you don't go to 3D. You know what I mean? Like you're not a 3D shoot person. You d- like have to have the, the archery shop guy set up your bow. You know you can't even fletch your own arrows. Like are you are you someone that should be speaking for archery? You know? Yeah. Like I don't know shit about guns. You know, like I could point and shoot and sight one in, but if somebody's going to ask me like the the what's better a 270 or a 65 Creed? I know. Frank's a big Creed guy, but uh, <laughs> I don't even know that. I just threw Frank under the bus, but uh, but you know what I mean. I'm not going to speak on that because I have no fucking idea. You know, like well, Rob got a kick out of this on the the Stickbow Chronicles. Rob, he's a I help him with his podcast, and I, you know, just said I'm not a whitetail hunter. I said I'm I'm a good soldier. I do what I'm told, and uh, you know, have some common sense about me. But I'm not. You know, people were, because I had the year I had on whitetails, people were messaging me. I'm like, guys, I go sit in a stand that someone generally is telling me where to go. And they're like, oh, you were guided? And I'm like, well, it's my buddy Scott. But whether I went with Scott or I went with you or I went with someone else, if they're telling me, hey, Aaron, you should probably get in the stand at 11, I'm going to get in the stand at 11. Um you know, I'm not a, a, a guy that should be answering other than maybe arrow penetration or something like, you know, broadhead flight or whatever, but leave it to the whitetail guys. And that's where you're talking about people have trouble saying no. 
Um, nothing wrong with saying, you know, I've shot some whitetails, but man, there's a lot better people to ask. Instead, what happens is usually they tell this long, elaborate story of whitetail hunting, but really they don't have a lot of experience, including myself, to justify doing that. And that's where social media has kind of taken over compared to, you know, writing articles and things like that is everybody's got a voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's like, exactly. I think you're right. I think people are catching on. Like, I hope to think that anyway. I mean, my follower count's gone up, so some people are figuring it out but um yeah like everyone has a voice and that's great because people are gonna, they're gonna hate on me because they're like well you, like you have a, a shit talking page and like you're not an expert on anything i'm like no i'm not but i also openly admit that i don't like there's shit i don't know i don't know a fucking thing about western hunting and it wasn't even on my radar before the page and a lot of the shit i post about western hunting just it's easy triggers and like we've talked about this like you know like the first thing they're gonna say is like well you guys hunt over bait piles and um you know, you drive to your blinds and your UTVs and you know what I mean? Like that shit. And I'm like, if that's a narrative that's getting put out on like, especially TV shows and shit, you see it a lot. You know what I mean? That's nothing like a, like an actual, like everyday whitetail hunter, you know what I mean? Or like people that like to shoot big deer repeatedly on ground that they can hunt, you know? And it's the same as Western hunting. Like how many of the TV shows are people at huge guided ranches where they have somebody calling for them and they walk up and shoot a bull, you know? Yeah. A lot of them. There's a lot. A lot of them. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. No, there, there is, and it's not like there's anything wrong with that. I just would like people occasionally to, you know, say, hey, this is what's going on. And, and, and you know, with, like, with what I'm doing in the last, I guess, three years, Kafaru's helped me out to go on some hunts that I, I couldn't go on. And so we do both guided and public land and, and uh, you know, a little bit of everything. And... I get some funny questions and you can see the blueprint of the outdoor industry. Cause I'm somewhat known. They're like, Oh, is that guided? And I'm like, dude, I, I literally, I'm like, I was a construction worker. I'm like, it's a backpack hunt. No, it's not guided. But in their mind, because of everything they've been watching that side of it, they think anybody that's known is on a guided hunt. And then there's other people that totally fake it. And you'd never know in a million years they paid twenty, thirty thousand dollars for the tag. And I'm like, guys, don't expect to have the success that they just had because you're hunting over the counter tag. They're on the hill ranch. Totally different. And yeah, being a little more transparent on that would be cool. Big promoters of hunting, and we'll try to stay away from those names, but are talking about like, oh, it's just epic hunt, and I have to be in this great shape. And it's like you're hunting a a ranch that is probably invite only. Like I couldn't even pay the money and go there unless I got invited. You know what I mean? And it's a managed herd where it's a, what is it? 80 to a hundred or 80 bulls to a hundred cow ratio. Like your success rate on that is going to be a lot better. And it's not fair to the everyday guy that's going out and buying a Hoyt because of your show or podcast or Instagram page to be an elk hunter when for the most part, they're never going to be able to afford that hunt. And, and like, and that's not real life elk hunting, you know? And you're not just going to walk into a valley and there's going to be, you know, 80 bulls and 100 cows. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't think that's how it is. Not in my experience. You know, like. No, not, not very often. Not, yeah, not very often. You know, so it's just like, like, and they're not transparent about that aspect of it. You know, like just say, well, hey, we got invited to this ranch with a bunch of brand reps. And, you know, it was like shooting fish in a barrel. But I'll tell you what, it was a blast. And. Like this is this is what we did, but no, it's they still try to sell that like we were talking about that epic adventure hunt, and it's just not that, and it's not fair to like like you like we were talking about like 
and you even said that the guy that's going to pick up a tent, like that kid that you you guys saw, you know, mule deer that was completely out of shape that had to sleep next to the trailhead. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, yep. And and you guys do a good job, and and not to you know pack your ass or anything, but like you guys will show like, hey, we're seven days in, and and Aaron looks like he's a Holocaust survivor because he's not eating very well, and they've been sitting in the sun all day. You know what I mean? And geez, I need to get off the Hitler concentration camp themes, but uh, but you know what I mean? Like you look like shit. Cause you've been up in it, you know what I mean? Like, and you're hurt, like obviously hurting, you know, in a little bit because you're not eating very good and you're, you're sitting there not having success, but you can see that on your face. And it's also in the story that you tell, you know, and, and a lot of, you know, and there's some dumb people that'll be like, Oh, Aaron Snyder did it. I'm going to try it. You know what I mean? Like not everybody's built to go back in there for fucking seven days. You know what I mean? Like, Oh yeah. And seven days on the short end for us, we're usually pushing 10, 12, 14. And there's nothing wrong. I, I got a kick out of the one year I killed, or not last year, the year before, I killed that um, that big old three-by-three three in the high country. And I remember you saying, Jesus, dude, you look like you're coming out of a Holocaust. I'm like, ah, oh, I dropped 18 pounds. I pissed blood on, like, the sixth day. I got to stay hydrated. Realistic shit you can expect on a hard backpack hunt. And then there was another dude <laughs> that shot a mule deer that same year that I – I was laughing because he, he was flinging arrows all over Hell's Half Acre the entire first week on a ranch and jumped out of the truck and, and, and dropped one at 93, blind luck. And none of that story is told. And you don't, you know, you don't have to tell the whole story, I guess. You can leave out, you know, what was going on. But I had a bunch of people message or, or, or see messages come across the table asking that guy advice for mule deer hunting. And I'm like, well, it was basically a Wisconsin drive-by. He just jumped out the truck and dropped a bomb. But he shot an animal, and he's known. And it's like, and you know, I'm sending private messages. Like, okay, maybe you should talk to, like, South Cox, someone that actually kills mule deer yearly up close. But since they're known and they have a high like count, they kind of have, like, they get the pass. Like, oh, this guy has to know what he's doing. And in a lot of cases, it's not that way. Right, exactly. Like, Somebody's like, well, there. I think in the conversation comes like every year I go with my dad and a couple of buddies and we go spoonbill fishing and then we hire a guide. At no point would I ever um, be like, yeah, you snag them and you reel them in and you post take a picture with a huge fish. I don't know shit about spoonbills. I don't have a fifty thousand dollar boat. I don't have a ten thousand dollar you know depth finder. Like and and that's like just being open and honest about it, like you were talking about like. If you're driving around flinging arrows that many times. That needs to be as part, of, as much a part of your story as anything. And hopefully it'll humble you a little bit to be like, hey, maybe I need to get a little bit fucking closer or hunt something else where I can get my emotions under control to make a good shot on it on a wild animal. You know what I mean? Well, and I, I've gotten in trouble by being too truthful because guys are like, maybe you should practice. I'm like, yeah, dude, I practice more than any human. I know shit happens, right? Like I wanted people to know that misses happen. And, you know, because there's nothing worse than, in, than having this, it, you know, everybody wants to set goals, but you've set a goal off a of false pretense and, you know, that, that you have to almost be perfect. And a lot of what is on Instagram is, is perfection. And there's a lot of imperfection on my hunts and maybe I'm just not a good hunter, but there's a lot of shit that happens that I believe needs to be told. <laughs> so people know when they're in that, they're like, well... Snyder seems to kind of get shit done and it happened to him. I don't feel so bad, you know, and I think that's a lot more fair, realistic to people than, than, you know, this false persona. Cause 
It's a lot of shit that goes wrong. I mean, constantly. I missed a 185-inch deer this year, and I shot a 200-plus whitetail, and I shot a 200-plus-inch mule deer in the neck. I'd like to not tell that story because I want to cry, but, I mean, I'm not shitting gold and no one else is either, but it does get portrayed that way online. Yeah, yeah. And I think people are missing that aspect of it too is, like, that's honey. You know what I mean? You're going to make – and people are going to be like, well, you just bashed somebody for fucking that many arrows. Like, if you're shooting 12 arrows on a, on a hunt, maybe you're not as good as you think you are on archery. And that was more of a should not be a spokesman for the game type per, You know what I mean? But, like, making mistakes and learning from them, that's, that's from day one guys to guys that have been doing it for 20, 30 years. You know what I mean? Like, you're, st- you're always learning no matter what you're hunting. Even whitetails that you've – you know, you watched them. It's going to sound bad. But you've watched them grow up, you know what I mean? You remember them from years, and you're trying to figure them out. Like, it's always going to happen. You're, the stocks are never going to be the same for you. The sta- Like, sitting in the same tree stand every time, the deer are going to come in from different angles. And you're always, oh, I didn't have a lane cut there, you know, to shoot that way because they never come in. Well, that's when the biggest buck of your life walks through that lane. And you miss it or you shoot it in the neck. Or, like me this year, I shot, it would have been my biggest bow kill, um, but I was walking into the tree stand in the afternoon and he was on the trail, you know, in front of me and I had to crouch down and shoot from the ground and I hit him, but I didn't kill him. And people are going to bash me for that, which is fine. Okay. But, um, but I looked for him and I hung up my bow afterwards, mainly because I was like, I don't know if he's dead or not. I'm not going to shoot another deer. You know what I mean? And, um, he was a giant. I'm really, I'm still sore about that, but, uh, but you know what I mean? Like tell that, tell that aspect of the story. You know what I mean? Like learn the lesson. Hey, for me on that one is like, okay, get your shit ready. You know, just pretend every deer when you're walking, you know, there's going to be a deer on the path or you're going to have an option, especially in the afternoon during the rut, you know, like be prepared for that. Um, and maybe take, you know, maybe I need to go out and hunt rabbits that are on the ground and, and get used to that. You know what I mean? Just that type of shooting. Cause it's not something I'm used to, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, and I mean that's yeah, a hundred percent. Well, um, not to shift off of uh, a sucking. What um, like the amount of, I guess, what level of hate mail do you get in comparison to people that surprise you, where you're like, oh, I can't believe that dude sent me a message. He follows the page. Is it a little bit of everything, or? Um, for the most part, people like there's been a couple people that have DM me like bullshit, like hate, like oh, well, you're just you get this a lot, and I think that's anything but it's like you're just jealous and stuff and i'm like you met me and talked to me enough like this isn't a jealousy thing for yeah, me you're just a like, shitster yeah and like it's not like the people i'm making fun of like i'm not envious of that like josh bolt like, just for josh for example the dude's built like a brick shit house right do i have any like what i like i have no desire to look like that because i know like i like eating junk food you know what I mean? I'm not going to work out that much. Like, I'm not going to put that shit in my, I'm not going to spend that much money on supplements. Can I respect the, the man for that physique that he has? Like, no homo? Yeah, because I know how much, like, it's a lot of hard work. You know what I mean? But it's not a jealousy thing. I'm not jealous of people going on tar hunts in New Zealand because to me, that's just a goat. You know what I mean? Like, no offense, but it's just a goat to me. And I wouldn't travel halfway across the world for that. You know, like, um, or even like the chicks in the, like, the, like I'm not a writer. I, I don't want to be published in a magazine. I'm not a photographer. Like, I'm not even very good at public speaking. And some of my, and most of my names have typos in them. Like, I'm human. You know what I mean? I'm just a guy from the Midwest that kind of got tired of the shit that I was seeing online and was like, hey, let's stir the pot a little bit, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, and I've told people that before. I'm like, he's. I said, I get along with him great. He's just a shit stirrer. And the thing is, is if people didn't keep following your page, you would probably stop posting because there's no reason to post anything. But there is a calling, whether people agree with it or not. Like, I personally, about 10%, 20% of what you post, I'm, just, I'm like, fuck, man. <laughs> Why are you putting that on there? Jesus. And then the other part, I'm like, yeah, that's pretty funny. I was just thinking of that the other day. I, I would say probably most people agree with that. Like there's whatever line they're, they're at, there's things that you post that make total sense. And I'm like, that's pretty damn funny. And there's other shit you post. I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude, why would you post that? Now, I don't call you to tell you that, but, you know, it's your page. And I think other people are the same way. There's going to be certain posts they follow along with, and there's other ones they're like, you know, like to totally hate you or give you shit. Like, hey, hey, man, you crossed the line there. And and I have, have I crossed the line? Fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> there's been a few where I was like, I need to pull that one back, or maybe I'll take that one down because that one's a little, you know, like I try, I try to, <laughs> I feel like I've gotten better. And like you said, like if I didn't have the page, would I still be talking like talking shit? Like yeah, because I like like you see this a lot, but like I run with killers, like everyone's ball busting. You know what I mean? Like when you're in a camp, like you're still talking shit to your friends. Like it was just like, especially being around sports. And I'm sure with you being in the army and being in the construction world, you know, like everybody's constantly busting balls, you know what I mean? And you got to have thick skin in that. And I think some of the people that maybe are not fans of the page or some of the people have thin skin because they've never, and I think we've kind of chatted about this, but it's like they've never had success in another aspect of life or been, there's never been any criticism of them on that level to where like, you know, like growing up in high school football or college football or, or, or anything in life, they're not used to taking criticism. Number one, you know what I mean? So it's always like, Oh, well he's jealous. He's a hater, you know, et cetera. And it's like, dude, like you have to have thicker skin than that to survive in the world outside of Instagram. Number one, you know, like if you have, I don't understand how some of these guys will, will immediately block people and then post a picture about being an alpha. It's like, if you're going to block people, you're not an alpha. You know what I mean? For asking questions or questioning you, like I don't block everybody. You've seen the comments on the page. I'm not blocking people that are straight up calling me a piece of shit, you know, yeah. or like a counterfeit or anything. It's like, let's have a conversation about it, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and, and like we, like we've talked, it's just a lot of these people that are like that have big followings. It's 100% ego driven. And, um, I'm trying to word this the best because I, as everyone can tell, I'm not a public speaker, but like it's more for them about the ego and the likes and the, and that than it is about putting out quality shit that's constructive and then being able to handle the criticism. You know what I mean? Like you, you take shit well, because obviously I give you a lot of shit. You know what I mean? It's like, Oh yeah. Like, What's and, and some of, and some of the guys do, and some of the guys that post laugh about it, you know what I mean? Or they'll have conversation. Oh shit. I knew I was going to end up here. You know what I mean? And that's cool. Great. You know, own it. Oh, and if you dug far enough, I'm sure you'd find something to put me on your page. I remember specifically having like two sheds in my arms with a pack full of sheds, uh, flexing the triceps, walking away. You know what I mean? I can. I would have ended up on the page. Now, there's a statute of limitations for that, I hope, because that was several years ago. But you, you mature as you get older, and I think some of these guys are just young, and they think – because of things that goes on in the industry that that's what they should do. Like the guy with the shirt off with the deer over his shoulder. Oh God. So yeah. 
as an example, I threw that last, not the last buck, second to last buck, that acorn buck, the crazy looking one. Mm-hmm. He was like 400 yards from the truck. He was all rutted up, so he's fairly lightweight because he, you know, he's been running around trying to get laid. I threw him over my shoulder and ran to the truck. Um, even Scott, the most calm, mellow Texas dude you could pot, nicest guy in the world. You know, I'm over there and I'm breathing hard. He pulls up right after I run it over and he's like, you Cam Haynes the shit out of that, didn't you? <laughs> like, it's just out of the blue. And he's got nothing against Cameron Haynes, but that's one thing Cam does is he'll, he videos him carrying shit out. Now, I did it because I was too lazy to drag it and I was in a hurry. So I, I can do this. So I threw it on my shoulder. I at no time, and I've got no issues with Cam. I think he's a great spokesman for the sport. I'm not going to have people video me packing an animal out on my shoulder. Um, you know what I mean? Like throwing it over uh, my shoulder because it just went from what I needed to do to likes in the way I look at it, meaning mm-hmm. I need to get this deer to a place they can pull up the truck. All right. Yeah. I don't and have any problem with that. And there's a big difference between carrying out a black tail on your shoulders when you're the only one out there and when you have four people standing around taking pictures of you carrying something, you know what I mean? Right. And that's, I think that's what, and it wasn't just me that hated on him for that. You know what I mean? That was everybody. Cause it was like, you're surrounded by dudes wearing flat bills and you have to constantly set this bear down. Like just carry the fucking thing out. You know what I mean? Like that's why they're there. You know, they're, they're there to help you carry the shit out, you know? Yeah. And I, and I don't, like I said, I don't have, I get along with cam. I don't have any issues with them. I just wouldn't do that. And people have asked me, I'm like, look, if he wants to do it to prove he can do it to himself for whatever reasons he's doing it, I don't care. I'm just telling you, he's even older than I am. I can carry pretty much whatever I want. I just want to do this until I'm 60 or 65. So I'll do all kinds of certain dumb shit. But if I got help packing something out, I'll try to get help. If, if you know what I mean, whatever makes sense. And, and people see guys like Cam doing that who obviously physically is capable and then they're kind of shredded. So next thing you know, they're hashtagging, keep hammering or whatever, whatever the one, I can't remember all the hashtags, uh, with their shirt off and you can tell that they're made up. That's what gets them in trouble. It'd be totally different if the guy was covering in mud and dirt and somebody fired a shot as he's hauling ass to try to get it to the bad boy buggy. To me, totally different then abs shredded, nipple hanging out like that one dude you posted. Totally fucking different. But if you're doing it to make fun of a guy, you know, we've done so because we don't want to, you know, we don't want to send up the area so, we, you know, and we're too lazy to drag it. We've thrown a couple of those on our shoulders to get out of there, right? Like just get out of the area because the rut's kicking. We don't want to send it up. We just didn't video it, right? We didn't take photos of it. That and I ain't taking my shirt off because I'm fat. So... Big difference, I guess. So I understand when you post shit like that because it might be a wake-up call to people like, hey, try to be realistic, right, or whatever. And I, and, and I have to say something about Cam, and it's not hate, so no one get mad, but he's got that shirt that says must be nice. And I'm like, I feel like that, like you probably get that a lot too, where it's like, well, you're in a position now, and and everyone that's followed the page knows I'm not a Cam fan, so this that'll be out there. Everyone knows that. But, like, that is such a cop-out that the people are being, like, must be nice. Like, that shit drives me nuts, and I'm a fucking nobody. Because it happens, like, small-town bullshit, you know what I mean? Like, well, must be nice you're c- consistently shooting big deer or you're going on that stuff. And it's like, you guys have all put yourself in a position to do that. 
And my thing is with Cam is like, just be transparent about it. But it, at the same time, if you're hunting those ranches or, or shooting those bulls, just be transparent about it. You know what I mean? Like, but people, like you said, that are jealous, like that's to me, that's jealousy, you know, like must be nice. Well, he's only shooting those because of this and that. And like, that's one thing you'll never see on the page. Like, well, they're only, you know, they're only successful because they get invited to do all that shit. Like, it's never been about that to me. It's like, if that's the only way you can kill, then I'm going to have a problem with it. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah. you're a, you know, like the huntress hunts where everybody's shooting ducks, you know, because those young duck guys will screw anything. You know what I mean? Like, no offense. Um, that's going to get some hate, but oh well. <laughs> but, uh, but you know what I mean? Like, that that whole aspect, and everyone's like, well, your page is fucking terrible for hunting and you're driving hunters away. I feel like, if you if if my page drives hunters away, they're probably not going to be people that we're going to hunt consistently in a long forever anyway. You know what I mean? Like if you're triggered from that, you're not cut out to grind a hunting season. You know, and um, but that must be nice, like jealousy bullshit. Like, oh well, he's only shooting big deer because he has the best ground, or you know, or but it's like those are also people consistently killing the biggest deer. You know, and like and not for Instagram. Most of the you know, I'm guaranteeing you know killers that don't have shit for Instagram. But they killed some of the biggest fucking animals like you've ever seen. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, I I I agree um, that there's definitely you know guys like that out there. In the case like you know like with Cam, right? He's been killing shit forever, and he's gotten to himself into a position he can pretty much hunt wherever he wants. And I I mean I would take advantage of it too. I mean you you, you know I I like there's certain hunts that I never want to give up. Like I never want to stop high country mule deer hunting. But I, I'm not gonna lie occasionally it would be nice to get not get my dick kicked in the ground trying to kill a raghorn on over the counter and go on some private land um just because it's you get more elk interaction or whatever and i don't get too twitter pated with that because when i do something like that i'm just like yeah i paid for a trespass fee over the counter sucks i'm going over here um you know but just that's how life is i mean it is nicer to hunt certain areas i just most that kind of shit he's earned where he's gotten like there's in my for to me like he he can go hunt wherever he wants because he got his ass handed to him wearing a fucking Dwight shoe pack for twenty years doing you know over the counter backpack hunts he just doesn't mm-hmm. do them now um, and the only thing I ever get about that to people is kind of the same thing you said is there's nothing wrong with him not doing backpack hunts anymore obviously the guy's a machine you know people will just say hey he should be more transparent about that and that's about the only negative thing I get from him. Yeah, and I post a lot just about the, and it's the same with the Bomars, like the douchey shit they post. You know what I mean? Like that's where I'm at. That's the page. It's never been about, like, uh, like, don't portray it as being this epic. In especially homeboy down under, that every year he has a near death experience because of such an epic hunt that he went on. And I'm like, if you have that many near death experiences, maybe you're just a really shitty outdoorsman. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Okay, so. I'm going to go through your page here because when you're t- – because somebody was asking me about the page because I am a, a – as people – like people that know me, I definitely have a temper, but I'm like all about positive influence, you know, cir- you know, you know, circling yourself around people that bring you up. But I also yeah. am a smartass with – um. And you, you know, drink kombucha, so you're kind of hippie in granola. So. And I, I get the same kind of shit, right? I eat pita chips and seaweed. Like, I get made fun of a lot uh, wow. for my diet. Jeez. It's, but Jeez. if you threw kale. me on your page about eating kale, I'd be like, well, I eat kale. Fuck <laughs> yeah. What can I do about that? I like it. Um, so the first one, well, I skipped the very first one because you are being funny and said I stole this. So 
Uh, something to ponder. The United States has become a place where entertainers and professional athletes are mistaken for people of importance. I've never need. I've needed a doctor. I've needed a teacher. I've needed a farmer every day. I have needed an auto mechanic, a plumber, a house painter, and a lot of other everyday people. But I have never, not ever once, needed a pro athlete, a media personality, or a Hollywood entertainer for anything. And then at, at the end, it says in the influencers. I don't see there's anything wrong with that. I agree with that. I have no idea why people would give a shit what some actor says that barely graduated high school. Just because they can act doesn't mean they know what the fuck's going on in the world. Same with hunting. So I, I don't have any issue with that one. Uh, when you unfollow people because you see them at ATA doing the dumb shit you post on my page or on this page, yeah, I don't. I don't have any issue with that one. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of true. Let's paint that picture because that's Thurman Merman from Bad Santa. So it's per, that was a perfect one. Shit happens <laughs> when you party naked. Remember his birthday present? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm not going to go through all these. I'll skip down a few. Um, okay. Here's Outdoor Alley hanging from a tree. Uh, and it's Outdoor Alley, Indiana Convention Center. And she's got an bow. And it says the legitimacy of the ATA show summed up in one pick. So, I'm going to throw my two cents in in a minute. What is your perception of where the ATA show was and what it is now? So, I've never been to the ATA show. I need to point that out. And people give me shit about that all the time. But I am not, like I said, I'm not a podcaster. I'm not an influencer. I have no business being at the ATA show. I've been invited by pretty well-known people. Won't go because I'm just taking up space. But I did hear that there was a significantly fewer um, – Huntresses, people that had no business. There were significantly fewer of them there this year than in the past years. Um, and so I, a lot of people have said that to me. And then they had the one day where it's completely only vendors. And you know what I mean? Like how I'm assuming how it was back in the day when, when nobody ever heard the ATA show wasn't a party or it wasn't a, it was, it was for, you know, I'm sure you've been there back in the day where it was just, Everybody's showing the new products, and that was it. You it know was what I mean? Different back then. It was dealers. Sh- it's it's almost not worth in some ways from the dealers I've talked to, or or you know the pro shops to even go because the discounts for going are getting less and less for bulk orders. Um, you know, so at one time, you know, and I've only been three times, I guess. So the one time I was a nobody, and I went, and I I was enamored. Chuck Adams was at the Hoyt booth, and that was cool. And there was just go and look at the products. And, and I went with a pro shop and you, you order your stuff. And then now it's, um, it's still a good show. I'm not saying anything bad as far as there's still a lot of products. There are a lot of good people, but it is a status symbol. It's like a rite of passage that you made it. You, you are in the industry and here I am on social media, videoing myself. I'm at the ATA show and I'm not talking about Levi who, who is the one, you know, he, he is, he needs to be on there doing that. Meaning somebody, you know, Hey, I'm at the ATA show. I don't have an issue with that. If that's what it's become, if that's what you want to do, it's just different than what it used to be. Um, you know, and, and a lot different and it's because of social media, which is, I was assuming where, why you posted that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and also, can we be honest, this fucking tree saddle fad, like tree saddles, as you know, have been around for years. I mean, nobody hunts, nobody, until the last three years would publicly admit to their friends that they hunted from a tree saddle. And now it's like the popular, <laughs> it's like the popular thing to do. You know I've, got to, I've got to tell you, I got a hold of, um, well, there's multiple, so there's multiple different 
tree saddles it looks like from the amount of message i'm messages i'm i'm getting um it's as far you know what i mean as far as uh when i say message people needing a backpack for a tree saddle and i'm like isn't it like a diaper um you know what i mean like uh, you know i don't know um i'm not a tree saddle expert right i've sat in lone wolves mostly but it does make sense to use a tree saddle in certain points of a hunt, especially on a Western hunt if it's lighter. So I got a hold of Tethered and I ordered a system. Um, and I'm like, I wonder if I'm going to get bashed for this. Oh, um, 100%. That's going to be your first picture on the, oh my God. I'm, I'm already, I'm, I'm just going to sit down and brainstorm ideas for when you post that picture. I just say, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do so you can get prepped because I don't know what I'm doing. Um, so I'm going to do it in my front yard and I'm going to climb my fat ass up in a tree. And like everything I do, I, I test the shit out of it. I'm going to test shot angles, comfort. Do my feet go numb? Do my legs go numb? Does this, is this applicable for my hunting stuff? Cause I don't give a shit who's using one. Like you can't tell me a tree saddle is more comfortable than shooting in a giant, I don't know, pit, what are those ones called, old man or loggy bayou? Those ones you can fall asleep in forever. I can't remember oh, them. Yeah. And even, and even like millennium tree stands and, and this is not a plug because I'm pretty sure they hate the page too, but, um, the, the tree stands now, like with the fold up chairs, like where you can just sit in there and it's like, you're watching television, you know what I mean? Like, and they're heavier than the lone, well, lone wolves make great stands. They're just, you know, and they're light. And that's why I'm like, you can get a climber. That's going to, you know what I mean? Like I, the whole tree settle. Have you ever shot out of one? Aaron? Dude, I like, I, I'm being as transparent as I can on this, knowing you're probably going to put me on the page. There are times in my mind, keeping the industry out of it. Right. I don't give a shit what, that a saddle would make a lot of sense in certain situations. And there's times it won't. I looked at it in that. I got a hold of them. I asked some questions and I'm like, guys, I'm going to be, you know, obviously it's a good product in the sense it's well-made. I'm like, I'm going to use it. If it makes sense, I'm going to type exactly what I think. And I told them my thought process and they're like, we're not worried, man. We think you'll be surprised. You're going to like it because backpacking in with any of that shit sucks. So if I can use a tree saddle and some branches and, and get me an hour and a half, two hours at a certain period of time, that is all I'm looking to do at this point. But I'm going to break it down and, and find out because I've never, I've never fucked with a man. I'm ever. I never. mean, I hope, I just, I just hope Amy doesn't leave you because you lost your manhood, but that's fine. Um, she's, well, she's going to have to run the video. So it may, <laughs> I know, right. Uh, that poor thing. She has to video all kinds of goofy shit, arrows in flight and broadheads and shit. So but, she's an Instagram. She's an Instagram wife now. I know. Well, she was making <laughs> some funny comments. So keep in mind, she is a very strong-willed, cuss like a sailor Italian woman, and she has obviously been brought into the hunting world by me. And like the first time she saw the huntress thing, she's like, "What the fuck is a hunter huntress? Why well, that's a chick that hunts?" She's like. Why aren't they just hunting? Wouldn't it just still be a hunter? She's like, hunter isn't penis or vagina specific. It just means you're hunting. And I'm like, why? It's different now, I guess. I don't know. I said, I don't really pay attention. And so that became the ongoing joke because she shot, at this point, I think she shot three turkeys and a couple white-tailed does and a buck. That's a fucking fairly legitimate nowadays. Oh, she's got, more, she's got more kills than 85% of the people that were at the ATA. Oh, I was just, I was like, man, we could get you. And of course, she makes jokes about it and shit. Um, you know, because she's going to go on a mountain lion hunt and a black bear hunt with me. And an owl, I'm going to get her an owl dad or try to. And, uh, you know, obviously, she's 
totally. She's like, if I didn't listen to you, I wouldn't kill anything. I don't deserve this. She she makes jokes about it. But I tell you what, three turkeys and three whitetails, that's quite a quite a resume nowadays. I mean, I saw that she's already sponsored by Sitka, so. I know, right? That usually takes a lot of really fancy photography to get sponsored by Sitka, so. I know she's an iPhone guru. She doesn't have an iPhone. Um, she does. I will say that shit fits women well. I, 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 cause she was wearing some of my stuff and, uh, I was like, Hey, let's go down and try this on because you know, you look like you just shit your pants wearing my fucking Sitka Timberlines, right? They're just not form fitting for a chick. They did do pretty freaking good job of making that shit fit women. Cause she was like, like immediately she tried it on. I was like, fuck be dropping some money today, son of a bitch. She, Aaron, I'm not going to comment on what your wife's butt looks like in Sika gear, okay? That's just not my thing. No. I, don't. <laughs> I can tell you what my end. I was like, oh, those are not appealing. <laughs> that, that fancy that fancy uh, pad or whatever they have on the butt, it's like, did they just make that to highlight women's asses? Like, is that just... Oh, shit, that's funny. Not, I'm not even talking about Amy, but you know what I'm talking about. Dude, that's like <laughs> one of my favorite parts of the Timberline pants. It's a waterproof butt. It's awesome. But... It does highlight the butt, which I don't have on chicks because they made a set for for women in general. Um, all right, but uh, enough about peas and carrots. Um, I think though, I'm going to be curious to see as I'm hanging out of that. I'm going to have probably a hundred tethered tree saddle dudes that are like, "Fuck yeah, you're this is awesome." And then I'm going to have you and your friends like, "Dude, uh, those trees." Those tree jockeys right now are their dicks are getting hard just listening to this. They're like, we got fucking Snyder on board. He's gonna be strapped in. It's some sort of and like it, I guess the good thing is you can all use all those ropes for bondage in the bedroom. I guess like if it doesn't work out. <laughs> I'm, Amy, I'm, Amy, try the tree saddle on. <laughs> yeah, no shit. All right, use this rope. Tie my feet up. Oh shit. I think that. Uh, overall like it's a bit much for me when i get phone calls customer service phone calls they're, they're like do you have any tree saddle uh packs and i'm like the diaper thing i'm like just put in your pack like what do you what the hell is a tree saddle pack well so you can tell there's kind of a cult there oh yeah it's just like it, i guess there's it's a cult like you like you know how the trap the trad cult too i'm sure that you know like oh, yeah. everybody's got their own lane and and I know it's been popularized by people, like you said, hunting public. And I, like, do you still have to carry your tree sticks in, you know, like to, to climb trees? Or is it like, are you putting on your lumberjack boots to climb up there? You know what I mean? Like if you're packing in sticks already, I can put up a tree stand in seconds. You know what I mean? Like, so especially like the lone, you, lone wolves are a piece of cake. You know that, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, oh yeah. Well, and this is where I'm kind of, um, looking at it to break down on my side is because, you know, some of those I probably would just climb up, you know, the branches and use that as my platform and then tie up because, you know, just because the, the timber here is straight up, right? There's no dog legs. It's not like Texas or Oklahoma where you're in a fucking straight tree in the whole state. Um, so depending, or if I do have to bring in three to five, you know, whatever it is, uh, you know, lone wolf or whatever climbing sticks, well, I'm going to have to kind of weigh that out, you know what I mean, in the sense of, of, of the validity of using it on a backpack hunt. And I know guys are like, you're backpack hunting, it's not for mule deer. There are times where, you know, it's super hot and, you know, there's a bull coming in and you maybe I can get high enough where the thermals might push it over. I'm trying to look at it realistically. I'm just going to have to fuck with it and see because um, there's no way I'm packing in a lone wolf, you know, eight miles. 
Um, but the saddle might be worth it. I, I just don't, I don't know enough about it. I just knew there was like a cult following for it. And then kind of like the six, five Creedmoor, there's people that fucking hate it. And I, I knew immediately I'm like, I'm going to end up on some fucking page because of this tree saddle I can see already. Oh, for sure. But here's what you need to do. Since I know you, you guys like filming yourselves out there. I want you, if you have to do the tree sticks, you need to time putting the tree saddle up and time just, do you have a lone wolf hang on or anything like I, that? I do. I have that alpha. Yeah. Yeah. Time the difference it takes. I like, and I don't know shit about tree saddles. We've always made fun of them since I was like old enough to know what they were. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, like, but also I hunt private ground or, you know, like that I get permission on. And so you can go in, set up a tree stand well in advance and that we hunt big maples or big oaks, you know, to where like you have to have, you know, the 14 foot ratchet strap to get around it. And I'm a like, big guy. So it's not like I'm hiding in one of those tall skinny trees you know what i mean yeah i can't imagine it's faster than a there's no way it's faster than lone wolf i just it's lighter that would be the only and so kind of of course this is we're getting way away from make hunting great again hey page what i looked at is let's say i'm in texas or oklahoma or, or kansas a place where tree ladder stands are more predominant and i've got that thing in my pack and you know, let's say I've got it in my pack or back at the truck, because let's face it, you're not traveling that far, three, 400 yards. And I look and I'm like, man, that same buck has crossed, whatever, 60 yards in front of me. It may not be a tree that's conducive to hang on or, or you don't want to move, obviously. You want to keep the, the ladder stand where it's at. It might be worthwhile to run down there um, with the saddle. It might be worthwhile and quick in comparison to something else. This is the shit I'd concocted in my mind. Would it be as fast as hanging a lone wolf? I don't see how, cause I can hang a lone wolf, but it probably not as fast as you, but pretty quick. Right. So that's where I'm gonna have to balance out. And I just don't know, like I want to give it a fair shake because let's say it only covers 20% of what I need. Well, it's not that expensive. Fuck it. It's worth it. If it's that much better than another option. Yeah, that yeah, they're, I, I, I have never even looked them up online, but the, and and I have a uh, saddle company that follows a page and I interact with them, and I'm not saying they're not great guys, and I'm not saying they don't have uses, but for me, like, if you have time, you know what I mean, like to set it up, like I can't see unless you're going two miles deep on public somewhere in the Midwest, and you just want to get in and out, and you can't afford if you're saving money, I'm what you know me, I'm a like. I spent a lot of money on Grizzly Wintergreen and that's about it, you know? So like if it's, it's saving money and like, this is a option, you know, where I don't have to carry my, my lone wolf in or my, you know, money or millennium or what I, everybody's making tree stands now, but, um, you know, I, that, that would make sense. I mean, am I, I going to make fun of you still? Yeah. 100%. You know, yeah, that kind I, of shit though. People need to understand fucking toughen up. I mean, yeah. well, oh. you know, like I fully am I'm aware of peas and carrots and tree saddles. Okay. What kind of man would I be if I let him talk me out of trying one out? I'd be a bitch myself. So, but I got to be ready to get made fun of because I would do the same shit. I mean, I'm making oh, fun of my friends you, for the same thing. Can you just, can you just wear the blue camo while you're crawling up in the tree saddle and just make it, oh my gosh, it'd be perfect. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, what would that be like? Um. A diapered Smurf. Right? Yeah, Something yeah. Like They'd be like, people. You, neighbors drive by, like, why is that guy wearing that blue raincoat right now? Like, what? <laughs> like, is that is that John Claude Van Damme in Street Fighter? Is that what's going on? Oh, I remember that he had the Russian uh, camo on or whatever. The 
aqua camo. I, yeah. I will say I was fully sick for it in that blue flea shit when I shot the two biggest bucks. One was like literally I couldn't have been more than 10, 12 feet in the air in a ladder stand. And, it, uh, doesn't, it doesn't count in Oklahoma or Texas. So <laughs> <laughs> Don't even tell a story. Not even we're talking about. Oh, I just, that shit is so warm. And it was it was Thanksgiving, and it was it doesn't snow in Texas, but it was like a sprinkle here and there, you know. And it was right in that. Um, oh, oh, is there any is there anything better than being a tree stand and you see snow coming because you're like yeah, it's I, fucking cold? They're gonna be moving, you know what I mean? Like I there's tell nothing. You, it's hard for me to explain to people. I get shit about the whitetail hunting thing. Something about being in a hardwood bottom with leaves on the ground and snow and a little fog coming. It's like erection worthy for the rest of my life. It's like I, I just saw it's like hunting in a aspen grove and elk coming through. It's just fucking badass. I, I, I can't talk about it enough. And I get made Dude, fun of a lot for gonna, whitetail hunting. People are gonna hate on you for that. I hope I wish I could get you to say that elk hunting is a lot like turkey hunting. And then we have the full trifecta. I, you're gonna get <laughs> I did that the other day on a podcast and the guy was like, Actually it is and I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Shit. Oh, they're um, gonna be so mad. And the best is um, the one guy that, that posted that, like, talking shit about turkey hunting or whatever. I'm like, oh, you just got busted for beating your dogs and your girlfriend. So maybe you shouldn't fucking say <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. I, I like turkey hunting. I get fucked with bad for that. But I like hunting. So I whatever, right? It doesn't matter if it's a turkey or not. But if guys, I get all kinds of rainbow memes above me when I'm holding the turkey up from my buddies. But you got to have friends like that to keep you grounded, right? You don't. You don't want everybody telling you're cool all the time, or then you end up doing dumb shit because you just thought it was the greatest idea in the world. Not one of your friends had the balls to say, hey, dummy, don't do that. And uh, I'm surrounded by people who call me dummy all the time, so I, I don't do st- stupid stuff too much. Yeah, and, and like you said, like you like killing shit. Like I'll go out and shoot rabbits with my bow or, or like, you know what I mean? Like Yeah, whatever, right? Something. Yeah, it's just like, it, yeah, it's not the same, but it's still like if you don't have fun shooting shit, what are you doing? You know what I mean? It's all about conservation, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. It's all about it's all about conservation. Yeah, I kill protecting had, the ungulates. I and got the nothing out of conservation. Yeah, I got nothing out of shooting a wolf, a coyote, or excuse me, a wolf and a lynx and a bobcat um, and a mountain lion. I didn't get anything out of that at all. I did that totally for conservation. Totally, one hundred percent conservation. It was backed the by the BHA. No, yeah, BHA. Oh, jeez. <laughs> We do not want to get those Kool-Aid drinkers in the comments. Holy smokes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've kind of tried to steer clear of that whole thing myself, mostly because there's so many unknowns. I hate to comment too much. I just ask questions because there is a lot of unknowns, and a guy shed quite a bit of light that saved me from typing anything on some of your recent posts of what I have found out. I hope everyone that listens to this goes and reads those comments on those posts and they're pretty easy to find on there because there is some, some serious David Koresh Waco compound, you know, shit going on. Like basically it, like it is creepy to read and I, I screenshot them all in case they try to delete them. Cause it is, <laughs> if you want to see what BHA is, I can read those comments cause it is spooky. Well, and that's the like. There's two, there's a lot of unknowns that I'd be interested to find out. But yeah, and I got I got to give a shout out on, while we're on the podcast to my buddy um, Johnny Mack that I went elk hunting with because he's a he's a he's a Snyder groupie and uh-huh. he's got his he's got a stick bow now 
and he bought some Sitka, and I told him that we could never be friends again. Um, Dude, I do the same thing when my buddies are wearing Kuyu. Like, get that shit off the fuck. That, I, I got, I got some Kuyu gear, but that was, I mean, that was, you know, there's slim fit. Everything out west is like, you guys got small asses and little legs, so it's like, I'm a plus size man, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm constantly a biscuit away from 300, so I need like I need some stuff with some junk in the trunk. You oh know? shit, that's what, how tall are you? Uh, six six, so I could fucking roll Bomar, dude. I got longer reach than him. You know, I got a wrestling background. I didn't throw javelin in college, but you know, I got in fights. It'd be but interesting just, if he gets a hold of that like beard and you get a hold of that short, perfect GI Joe hair. Just you know, he's gonna show up to the fight with his shirt off and baby oil on. You know what I mean? And he's gonna be slick, so it's gonna be tough to. Dude, you're gonna get <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> oh, I know. Shit. I got, dude. Hey, he's got he's got weight room strength, and he's too robotical. I've already like I, you know, I gotta prepare myself in case I ever do go to a trade show and get in a fight. Like I gotta know their weaknesses. See, what's weird so, is I bet you two would get along amazingly well because he is a cool motherfucker i i i really like josh um i feel like if you took sarah out of the equation we'd probably get along real well is it, i don't i don't have any issue with sarah i just don't know sarah you know what i mean like i don't i don't want to make any comments because i don't know i do know your goofy ass put her on the page for her and her uh this is one thing i i didn't think was i was like what the hell it was her own clothing page but it got pulled off of that like it was on her hunting page and you threw her on there for that, and I'm like, well, she sells clothing for a living. I'll fucking give her a break. It was, it was wearing a cheetah print sports outfit while they were in Africa modeling. Is that what it, it was? But, yeah. But she has a clothing yeah. page. But come on. <laughs> I'm just saying. She's. I looked at it and I'm like, it's kind of a fucking dick move. She's got. She sells clothing for a living. Like, oh yeah, no, and it got even better because she she unblocked the page for like four minutes and had all of her followers come into the comments and that was funny too. So it was. Uh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Maybe cross the line. One hundred percent. But also, like, if it was an isolated incident and was just a, was just an influencer. You know, posting like, hey, I got this new Lululemon. I know you wear that shit because you're a Westie. But, um, like, that shit is different. But I was like, oh, you're making this. Who goes on a safari to do photos or to shoot animals and do photo shoots? And, Dude, and I was in that there? lifestyle. I, it may, I guess that's probably why being in, in, in the fitness lifestyle for a while and, and everything else, it totally made sense to me because Africa, leopard, whatever. And I'm thinking, fuck, I'm not even going to, I was going to get on and defend her. I'm like, I do not want to fucking deal with this. Jesus. Cause I didn't talk about the clothing. I'm like, fuck it. I'm walking away. And I'm glad I did. Cause that thing went down the shitter quick. Oh, it got, it, it was, it was hilarious. So, because people were like, people were like ambassadors for their um, workout company and shit. And they're like, some guys like, they don't even follow you back. Why are you defending them? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, that's so funny." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're. <laughs> well, I tell you what, it leaving out whatever they have done amazingly well for themselves. Cause he didn't wasn't raised with much money. I don't know about Sarah, but that supplement company. I don't know if you've tried it as a fat kid. You would like it. Holy shit! Like the peanut butter. Have you used any of it? You already know I don't fucking. I'm not going to try it. What? Oh, let me go get some Mountain Ops Ignite while I'm at it, too, Aaron. <laughs> Come the, on. The peanut, what, their peanut butter? Dude, I'm telling you. It's, I'm not talking about taking protein and BCAAs. 
It's just it's, it's just a healthier peanut butter. You juice heads, and you're thinking peanut butter is any different than any other peanut butter. Oh, it doesn't have rat poop in it. Like oh, like it's picked. You know, it's picked by elderly orphans, and so it's safer for the environment and better for you. Oh shit! Uh, it's I, it. Uh, I hope maybe it, <laughs> it's you have, good. You probably have you probably have some on your non-GMO toast with your avocados. Dude, and I tell you what, wash it down with some ginger mint kombucha. I had which to, is actually pretty good. It is but. pretty good. I had to give it away because I I was going to get fat from eating it. I ordered like multiple different flavors of it, and uh, dude, I had to give like half of it to Frank, and I gave some to Dana and a couple other people at work because I'm like I'm gonna eat every jar of this every day, and I'm like I'm not gonna shit right for a week. Uh, so I had to give it back because it tasted so freaking good. But on the note of like the toast and avocado i get made fun of for that shit badly because i drink kombucha every day i eat a lot of kale i eat a lot of seaweed right i eat a lot of like raw fish and obviously wild game and my buddies are like you eat like a hippie i'm like i i like it like i fucking tell you and then i'm on some fucked up meme that's out of some photo they took it vitamin cottage or whole foods and then like the fourth skinny guy that's wearing you know, smells like patchouli oil. There's my head on his body. I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah. 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 I can see that. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> you know, like yeah, it's free game. I mean, I'd be doing it too in reverse. That's fair. I mean, if you're healthy, you're healthy. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, I'm from Iowa where we eat everything. And I, like, I think that's a lot of the Westies problems is you guys just don't have good food out there. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I can tell you that we don't in comparison to eating over there. Holy shit. Yeah. You know how it is. Like Casey's breakfast pizza. Like, <laughs> Who turns that down to look good in a photo shoot? You know what I mean? Like, nobody. <laughs> oh, shit, that's funny. Dude, I should probably go. One, I'm about to piss my pants, and two, I got a meeting here shortly. We've been on for about an hour and a half. Um, All right. So uh, hopefully we don't get any hate mail from this and people just listen to it. But if we get hate mail, uh, try to, like, spread it out for me because I have trouble keeping up, and then it'll get worse send when it, respond. Send, it all, send all the hate mail to Aaron. Um, <laughs> Send it. Just email him. His number's on the page. Go ahead and text him if you don't like what we said. Um, send email. Show up. Show up and talk shit to Frank and uh, Dana in the office. Um, <laughs> that's it. what I would do if if we upset you on the podcast. Definitely direct it all at Aaron and and Frank. And just cause, <laughs> just because Frank's training for MMA now and he's a professional fighter, um, he shoots a six five Creedmoor. So and he's a crossfitter. He's, Don't forget. And he's crossfit. a crossfitter. He does crossfit. And just, you know, he, he moved out of Aaron's basement and he turned into this completely different person. You know, no offense, Frank. But <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, he poor bastard. He's going to the show now. All right, I can't forget our sponsors. We want to thank Copenhagen and Grizzly. Is that what you're doing? Grizzly, yeah. And you could better thank Sitka because you push it so much. I mean, that's most of your question. Oh, what do you think about these thick Timberline pants? And I'm like, I read it. I'm like, oh, they're just pants, you know. Oh, but, see, and um, well, we gotta thank your whitetail sponsors, Ozonics and uh, Oz- Ozonics Hex. and um, some sort of bait, you know, like corn. <laughs> corn. Thank the farmers. And, uh, <laughs> the best is when I post, like, I'll share stories and be like, look at this food plot. It's like a thousand acre cornfield, and people would be like. Is that really a food plot? And I'm like, no, you dumb fuck. Everybody farms in Iowa. You know? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, that's funny. All right. On that note, man, I will talk to you later. I appreciate you hopping on, though. All right. Thanks for having me, Aaron. All right, man. See you.